0: According to Verizon, distributed denial-of-service attacks aimed at a number of industries increased in 2012, and the costs associated with those attacks were significant, even when data was not stolen or a breach resulted. Now Dave Ostertag of Verizon's risk team shares more about DDoS and data breaches in its just released 2013 data breach incident report. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. Dave, Verizon just released its sixth annual data breach report, and DDoS was among the report's key findings. What stood out about DDoS in 2012 relative to the number of attacks and the cost associated with those attacks?
1: Tracy, 2012 saw a dramatic increase in both the number of distributed denial-of-service attacks as well as the complexity and size of those attacks. We had attacks aimed primarily at banking industry in the United States as well as other banks and and other companies across Europe and the Middle East. The number of attacks has increased dramatically where multiple banks have been attacked daily for almost all of 2012, and the volume of those attacks has increased dramatically. Verizon is one of many DDoS mitigation providers, and in the past, prior to 2012, the recommended level of attack uh, mitigation service for a major financial institution would be approximately 10 gigabits per second. I mean, attacks have increased in size up to five or six times that. Where now the recommended distributed denial-of-service attack, mitigation service that is recommended to large banks is 50 to 60 gigabits per second. The infrastructure that we've seen related to these attacks can handle many times even that uh, level of attack. So I think overall the number of attacks as well as the, the type of attacks themselves have, have changed the game uh, in the area of DDoS in 2012.
0: And, Dave, were data losses or fraud ever associated with some of those attacks?
1: In, in very few of these attacks, we've seen uh, related data loss associated with the DDoS. But, again, those are very small, less that could be counted on one hand. What we have seen, though, is fraud associated with attacks, particularly in the area of regional banks or smaller banks that don't necessarily follow security procedures that other larger banks would incorporate particularly in the area of ACH transactions. We saw a number of cases with uh, Russian organized crime involved where a high-value ACH transaction would be committed, and typically in banks associated with a high-value ACH transaction, there would be an out-of-cycle or out-of-band communication to consumer at the time of that request for transactions to verify that it's a legitimate transaction. In order to circumvent that bank security procedure of the out-of-cycle transactions, at the time of the transaction, a DDoS attack would be launched at the bank to prevent either, in the case of telephone calls, a a telephone-based DDoS attack or, in the instance of an email or text, Internet-based DDoS attack against the bank to slow down that communication to the consumer, knowing that the banks have a built-in timer switch that... Once a certain amount of microseconds pass, if that communication has not been conducted, the transaction is approved. So the DDoS attack is used to to successfully complete an ACH transaction for high dollar amounts. We have not at this point seen a a clear pattern of DDoS attacks being used as a diversion for some other type of attack. However, that is always a possibility and we warn our, our banking customers that they should pay attention to that and realize that that is a, a definite possibility. Don't just focus on the denounce attack, but also keep your eyes open and aware of, of other potential attacks.
0: Now, as you've noted, Dave, we know that the banking institutions in the U.S. have been targeted by DDoS this year, but were DDoS attacks up or have they increased for other industries across the board relative to previous years as well?
1: We have seen an increase in in other industries. They appear to be targeted, for the most part, uh, by activism groups. Most of the DDoS attacks that we've seen in the past year, we've characterized as activism-based attacks. We have seen attacks against industries other than financial institutions and they appear to be on an individual basis related to some type of problem that the activism groups have with that particular organization.
0: Now, from a higher level, could you give us some background about the survey itself, such as which industries were included in some of the companies or among those that you surveyed, and when was the survey conducted?
1: The survey was conducted throughout the year. These are cases that are investigated either by my team or by one of the 18 other partners in the data report. So the data is collected throughout the year as the incidents happen. Industries basically are every industry, any company or industry vertical that exists. So it's not related to specific industry verticals, rather to victim organizations that are attacked and either hire my team or contribute information to one of the other contributing partners to the data report.
0: And then, of course, these incidents are global incidents. Can you give us any idea of the number of incidents that were tracked or perhaps the number of companies that were included in this report?
1: The number of incidents that were investigated are almost 50,000 incidents in all. Bringing on all the partners that we did this year, we got a variety of information from around the world, and our partners are truly global. So it's really impossible to break down a particular region that that stands out because it it truly is a global, global report. And the report itself is 621 incidents that occurred this year. And in addition to that, because of the amount of data that we got, uh, there's an additional 47,000 security incidents that are reviewed inside the report also. Well, those incidents didn't rise to the criteria of being in the database report, being carefully uh, monitored as far as the metrics that are collected and the fact that data may not have been actually compromised. You know, forty seven thousand security incidents is, is a substantial data set that contains a, a lot of information that can be useful. So not only are the you know, the, the cases involving a data compromise that are, are the, the traditional various framework based E D I R information, we also have those other forty seven thousand security incidents documented in the data breach report.
0: Now, the report also notes that external attacks are most often to blame for data breaches. How are those external attacks most often waged?
1: Well, a continuation of patterns that we've seen in the past, where malware and hacking continue to be the largest two action groups in the data breach report. We have an increase this year in the use of social engineering and from that phishing also that, that has dramatically increased, as well as physical. In the area of of physical attacks, ATM overlay devices are by far the the biggest problem in that area, mostly with the Romanian organized criminal groups behind those.
0: Now, Verizon also found that 67% of the network intrusions that were tracked exploited weak or stolen credentials, such as usernames and passwords. Dave, is that an increase from previous years, or has that been relatively consistent?
1: That's been relatively consistent. The use of passwords, you know, the use of stolen passwords or easily guessable passwords has, has always been a problem you know that has been one of the, the highest percentage areas of data breaches since since we started collecting information so it continues to be a problem and unfortunately it's it's one of the easiest solvable problems you know use of good password change programs as well as good strong password complexity programs would stop those however we're it's just an area that we're not paying the attention to that we should be
0: Now, you've mentioned the physical attacks on ATMs, but what about malware attacks and other types of attacks? How do you see these comparing to previous years?
1: Malware attacks and hacking continue to be the largest group um, when we look at external actors and basically all attacks. So we continue to see the use of malware being uh, in a very high percentage of our cases this year as in previous years.
0: And then what about the industry comparisons? How did industries compare with one another where being targeted by certain types of attacks is concerned?
1: I think for the reader of the data breach report, there's a very interesting chart or matrix concerning that. Looking at we see, very clear patterns of the types of attacks as well as who's behind the attacks, the particular industry involved in those attacks, and the type of data that's taken. Uh, we we break that down into three groups of actors, of organized crime, of state-affiliated, and of activism groups. And when we look at those, we look at, at very particular industries, you know, in organized crime, we have finance, retail, and the food and restaurant industry. State-affiliated, it's manufacturing professional organizations such as engineering firms and transportation. And when we look at activism groups, we see information, public-type organizations and other services, in addition to finance. Obviously, the DDoS attacks by the activism groups against finance was big this year. The type of activities involved in them are in very specific categories, and the assets that are the target for these attacks are big. For the reader of the data breach report, for me anyway, that's one thing that really stands out this year, that we have these very clear categories based on the industry that you're in. To these particular industries, I think that that's helpful in managing your security program to understand who's most likely going to be attacking you, what methodology are they going to be using, and what data are they looking for.
0: And then what about steps or investments that organizations are making to mitigate their risks?
1: Well, it's probably one of the, we look at what happened in 2012 and Verizon and as an example of a security provider, you know, what we see The area of DDoS detection and mitigation, really, we, like our competitors, invest heavily in that technology and those resources because of the demand, because of the number of the DDoS attacks against financial institutions in particular. There's just a huge demand for DDoS detection and mitigation, increase in both the number of customers that are looking for those type of services now, as well as just the cost of those services increasing because of the increase in five to six times the amount of coverage needed. So I think that that's one area that truly stands out is the area of DDoS mitigation and detection.
0: And then, Dave, before we close, are there any final thoughts about the 2012 findings that you'd like to share or anything you'd like to share about what we might expect throughout 2013?
1: I think the one thing that stands out in this data breach report that's different, is that if your organization, if your company, if your agency has a presence on the Internet, you are a potential victim. Now, you know, when I started this type of work, you know, it was primarily a payment card problem, and I would go to companies and hear over and over again that you know, we don't have to worry about data breaches because we don't handle payment cards. The type of data that's taken now, payment cards aren't the biggest. In the type of industry now, it's, it's not retail or, or someone who handles payment cards. It's everyone. It's, it's every industry vertical. It's every size of company. Now, we have 14 companies of less than 100 employees in the area of boutique engineering firms or consulting firms that were targets this year. The size of companies and types of companies that would never be a victim in previous years. Because of the increase in our cases involving espionage, you know, those companies are now a target, a specific target because of the nature of what they do or the type of data that exists within their network, you know, they're now a target. So I think the one pattern that became very clear in 2012 and continues in the 2013 is that, you know, as long as your company has a presence on the internet of you know, any way, you are a potential victim and a target for groups that we had not seen in the past.
0: Dave, I'd like to thank you for your time.
1: Thank you very much, Tracy.
0: Again, we've just heard from Dave Ostertag of Verizon. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.